0: Hello. We got a fun one for you this time. Welcome to another episode of True Story Tent. I'm your host Abdullah Al-Magbani. Um. So. Um, I don't know where to start. So it started. Um, so we entered. It and it's the worst and the dumbest thing I've ever decided to do. I don't know. I mean. And that was kind of like the hammer on the nail. I feel it. I feel it. <laughs> Today's story comes from Besma al who shared stories in three separate occasions so far. This story is about her struggle with her self-image growing up, and her journey to self-love. Besma has a way of capturing an audience's attention. She is very expressive and it's very entertaining to watch and to listen to. And every time she comes up on stage to share a story, she doesn't like to use the mic stand and prefers holding the mic instead. This means that I usually have to adjust the audio levels to compensate for that, however, On this evening, I may have forgotten to do that, so I would like to apologize in advance for the spotty audio quality. Totally my fault, but I don't think it takes away from how well she told her story. Here is Basma, live on our stage.
1: On uh, Ramadan 2014, I have finally decided to go on a diet, and surprisingly, that month I did it, and I didn't cheat at all. Hold up, hold up. But I did it for the wrong reasons. (laughs) You see, at that year, I was a 16-year-old girl that was going through a major self-image hate. I hated myself so much, and I wanted to change. I had two main insecurities. Sorry, I'm nervous, okay. So I had two main insecurities about myself. The first one was my smile. I hated it so much. I didn't like smiling, and if I grin, I look creepy. Like, <laughs> and, and I was like, you know what? Just, just quit it. <laughs> so, um, the reason why is because I have a back teeth on the right side of my face, and whenever I smile on this side, I feel like I look mapengo, <laughs> which means toothless in Swahili. <laughs> so I didn't like to smile. If you see any pictures of me in 2014 and the years before it, you will see me rocking duck face like no one, like every pause, like every angle I would pause on a duck face or I will do just West Side, trying to, <laughs> try to keep that OG soul in me. <laughs> and my second insecurity was my body. I didn't like my body because I was a very, 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 very thin girl. I just had a big head. (laughs) But (laughs) once I got my period, I've changed emotionally and physically. And when I was 16, I didn't know how to control that change. So I thought I was fat, but I'm around the same weight as what I was when I was 16. And girl, I'm fat in the right areas. (laughs) I'm not fat. (laughs) But in that time, I didn't like my body. I thought that I was, I didn't like my body because I didn't like taking full body pictures or even staring at myself in the mirror. I kid you not, when I see myself in the mirror, I would get so uncomfortable. It was crazy, like, that's me. And I understand, I mean, I couldn't handle all this. It's okay. Baby steps, baby steps. And you know, I had this one person in my life who didn't make my life easier. When I was 16, all I wanted to be is, like, validated as beautiful because I didn't see myself as one. And, you know, you want that attention. I mean, everybody wants that. So I had this neighbor. My family and I used to visit her. Well, she's any typical Zanzi auntie. She sounds like any typical auntie. <laughs> she's a slim woman. Like, she has a great figure. For a woman who has five kids, I think so, she's good. And she's very pretty, Allah. And every time she would see me, she would be like, Besma, <smakes noise> which means Besma, you got fat. And she would say it in front of my family, her family. If she got a guest over there, she would say it. And I'll be there like, oh, everybody knows. <laughs> I would not say anything, and that wasn't it. She would come to me, she would squeeze my arms, and then rub her hands on my one pack, and I was like, hey, oi, personal space, here, yeah." I would feel so uncomfortable, I would just stay quiet and just be like, thank you, and just go and sit. I would say thank you for calling me fat, okay? (laughs) My clapback game was weak, weak, man, and she won't leave me. Like, while I'm in her house, she would tell me if I'm grabbing a snack, you know, um, the ones they keep for guests, she'd be like, Basma, don't take the baklawa, it's not good for you. Have the fruits as a head start for your diet. And I'm there, like, who the hell told her I'm on a diet? <laughs> and I, as I said, clap back game, very weak. I didn't say anything. I was like, oh, thank you. Elsa just sit there. And I will just start hating myself, be like, oh, I just want to leave this house. I couldn't handle it. And once I leave that house, I would transform this anger and start fat-shaming my sister because she was fatter than me. <laughs> Not funny. I'm a father. i I used to like touch her stomach because she didn't like it and I would always go like yeah walk on you're fat you can't even walk. I used to do that and I thought that it would make me feel good but it actually didn't and I want to say that to you again. I'm sorry for making you feel insecure. (laughs) That was a shitty move. (laughs) I was a shitty sister back then, but I'm a better version of a shitty sister right now. Yeah. <laughs> back to Ramadan 2014. I said to myself, okay, Ramadan is coming. This time I'm gonna lose weight. I'm gonna be thin, yeah? I'm gonna be so thin that when I turn around, I'm faded. <laughs> you can't see me. I'm gonna be so thin. And I was determined. So I planned to only have. Shorba, dates, and water. 30 days. No, no, not good. (laughs) And then... And then... um, I wore a body shaper, so it can press on my stomach, and I don't eat much. And I couldn't drink water much. And then I joined the Taekwondo team to move my body and be flexible, and you know, like... (laughs) White belt! (laughs) Just one month. And I kid you not, in 30 days, I lost 11 kilos quick. Not healthy. But who cares? I look so good. That body was toned. It came around. Everybody was like, hey, what's what you look at. I was like, I know. And then everybody was asking me, what are you doing? When was your diet? I would, I would tell them. And I felt like I was a pro. Like I was teaching people the wrong habits of how to lose weight. And they would listen to me. And you know when eat comes around, there is mqalai, mandazi, chai, everything. I'm a fat girl. Like so my soul is very fat, I'm sure. Because I love eating. So on that day I was like, you know, Bisma, you're thin. You can control this. Just go. And eat. And you're wearing your body shape. I was wearing it even when I sleep. And I, I want to be thin even while breathing. You know how? <laughs> I thought breathing made me fat because I don't lose weight fast. So I ate. And I ate like with a good portion. But my my body wasn't used to that kind of food. So later on, uh, later on, my stomach started rumbling. And I felt like... I need to go to the toilet. Mm-hmm. And when I did, I started puking like crazy. I just I would puke and then lay on the floor. And then puke again and then lay on the floor. It was crazy. And I was wearing a, a body shaper. So I felt like a squeezed juice box, like there is no air in me. I was like <laughs> I took that body shaper off and I started crying. I started crying so hard. And I was talking to my body as if it was a third person. I started apologizing. I was like, please stop. Please, just stop. I'm sorry. I knew what I did was wrong. So then I looked at myself in the mirror. While in my tears, I was like, I'm going to see that neighbor tomorrow. She would say, I look beautiful. And I would look back at myself and be like, hell yeah, I'm beautiful. You will see. Next day, I went to this woman's house. And this time when she saw me, she was like, are you sick? <laughs> and no, she did the same move. She would run her hand on my abs and my four-pack this time. I was like, you feel this? My mom, my mom was responding, and responding to her, she, she would tell her, no. You know, because of Ramadan, and she was in Taekwondo, so she lost weight fast. You know how young people are. But she was like, Nah. Which means, like, you're a woman. You got to have that, you know, features. You look like a freaking wall or something. Like, no shape in you. And I was like, what what are you saying? What are you saying? Did you see my sister? Like, I always just, (laughs) next target. (laughs) And my sister was looking fly because both of us lost weight in that Ramadan. So, yeah. I sat there, and this time, she was like, have the baklawa. I was like, you know what? No, because I'm, I'm on a diet, you remember? And my club in, Th- That is the weakest thing you could tell someone. I was like, I didn't want to eat it. I left that house, and I was like, why did I just waste my energy on someone? I wanted them to see me as beautiful so I can see myself as beautiful. It's pointless. Swear to God. Left that house pissed. Went home, looked at, my mir- at the mirror. I felt the same way I felt when I had those 11 kgs on. Ugly. I was like, it doesn't make sense. Why don't I love myself? So uh, I said, let's try-, let's try this self-love thing that my mom used to say, Mambo ya which means like <laughs> foreigners kind of thing. I was like, I- I'm going to try it. And I started, I started this uh, journey of self-love by uh, music. I love music it's like um, I grew up with music my dad used to love reggae a lot and my mom was into like classic R&B music so I love music I feel like it speaks to me it, it I take it sometimes religiously like just to, <laughs> to like focus or to have uh, inner peace you know so when it came to self-love I made sure like Whatever I'm listening to, whatever I'm reading, it has to be positive. And I'm a hip-hop kind of girl, so I was listening to J. Cole. And I remember one of his songs, it spoke to me. Like, like he was singing there, and I was just listening, like, yay, J. Cole. And it, it's called Crooked Smile. It's talking about, you know, the bad teeth kind of people. <laughs> and body, body yeah, positivity kind of vibe. So I would like to rap a verse, if you would like to join me. (laughs) okay. So can everybody snap with me like this? Yeah. To all the women with the flaws, no. (laughs) I can't rap. (laughs) To all the women with the flaws, no (laughs) it's hard. My darling, you wonder why you're mad. You wonder why you're lonely and your man's not calling. If you feel fallen victim because you're insecure, I can't. <laughs> 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 Can I have my my phone with me just to see the lyrics? Because it's an old song. It's here. Can I have it? I'm really sorry.
0: I'm Speaking asking. of J. Cole, <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> are you ready for this?
1: Oh,
0: no! <laughs> this is your, your moment of redemption uh,
1: I don't remember the lyrics that much That day I was practicing it for two weeks I was practicing for my story for two weeks Wow To all the women with the flaws Know it's hot my darling You wonder why you're lonely, Then your man's not falling You keep falling and when I tell you that you're beautiful, you can't be sure Cause he don't even want you back, and he got you asking All you see is what you lack, like. you want you're attacking Take it from a man to love what you got And baby girl, you was tired, don't let him tell you you're not That wasn't real, eyebrows, fingernails, hair, is it's it real? real If it's not, girl, you don't care, cause what's real It's something that the eyes can't see That the hands can't touch, that the brains can't feel That's you, never let him And if you need a friend to pick you up, I'll be around And you can ride with the windows down The music loud. I can tell you ain't laughed in a while I wanna see that crooked smile It didn't go as planned, but that was my story That how I started to love myself And now I don't need anyone's validation to call me beautiful Because I hail to the (laughs) yet.
0: And that's the end of this episode. But before you leave, I'd like to ask you for a tiny favor. If you like this podcast and you think that it might benefit others, please rate us on Apple Podcasts and leave a comment. This puts us higher up in the algorithm, which allows us to reach a wider audience. And if anyone asks you for podcast suggestions from the region, tell them about us. (laughs) I would like to suggest a podcast, Kerning Cultures, if you haven't heard of them already. Ah, it's a good one. They present these incredible audio documentaries from the region that actually matters. Definitely one of my top favorite podcasts from the region. If you'd like to reach out to Basma, you can find her on Instagram at Basma Abri. That's spelled B-A-S-M-A three B-R-I. And to stay up to date with everything True Story Tent, you may find us on Instagram and Twitter at True Story Tent. This episode was produced by me, Abdullah Al You may find me also on Instagram at Wandering Brown Guy. Thank you all for listening, and as always, I will see you on the next one. Thank you, YouTube, bye.